0: Welcome to the Farming Without the Bank podcast, the show with a no-BS approach to money, hosted by a farm strategy expert and authorized IBC practitioner. Join us as we get real and expose the flaws of traditional financial institutions in order to help farmers take control of their finances, create peace of mind, grow their wealth, and leave a legacy. Now, here's your host, Mary Jo Ehrman.
1: Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. We are going to talk about what is this crazy infinite banking concept that I am constantly talking about, that I wrote about, that I'm on Facebook posting about, and I really want to get some clarity around it, some background around it, so you guys really understand what it is, because it is not just a life insurance policy. It is exactly what Nelson created. It is the infinite banking concept. And so in a nutshell, it is a concept of you becoming the banker and how do you become the banker and why do you want to be the banker in your life rather than having to go to the bank for things. And so this concept was developed by R. Nelson Nash and he was from Birmingham, Alabama. And I say was because he did just recently pass away, which is very sad because he was a great mentor for me for at least the nine years, I do believe, at this point in time, if you're listening um, right away, that is when um, I started about nine years ago. And so he's been an amazing mentor for me through the years. And, you know, Nelson... Was caught in the eighties crisis where he had land and it went to twenty some percent interest on him, and he had no idea how he was going to get out of it. And he thought he was being really smart and he was investing and land and and doing everything that he was supposed to do and what all the gurus told him to do. And wham, high interest rates came and he didn't know how to pay for that. And so in the process of all of that he learned that and was, he didn't really learn, but was reminded that he had money in his whole life insurance policies and that he could borrow against them to pay down this debt at the bank. And from that, he said, well, how can I get money in there faster? And he was a life insurance agent. And so he went and realized and did some researching and said hey I can put money into this policy and I can add the cash value will perform faster if I add on the paid up additions rider and so he put the paid up additions rider on the policy which allows instant gratification right that's what we're all looking for is instant gratification to cash and a traditional whole life insurance policy will take eh, 15 20 years to break even Where, when you do a paid-up additions rider and structure it correctly, you're probably closer to year seven or eight with immediate access to money. And so Nelson did that along with beating Parkinson's law and saying, you know what, I'm going to change my lifestyle a little bit and I'm going to try to save as much money as I can, get that into the policy, borrow against the policy at five, six, and 8% at that time, and then I'm gonna pay the bank down. And so, really, what Nelson did was he put money into his policy and then he just moved the debt. And so, he moved that debt from the bank over to himself. So, in 13 years, he had the bank paid off. But yes, he did have to pay himself back. Was it better to pay himself back at five, six, and eight percent than 20 some percent? Absolutely, it was. And then he was no longer. A slave to the snakes and dragons, as he called them. He did not like the banking industry because of fractional reserve banking and the Federal Reserve and all the other crazy stuff. That is a whole episode on its own. But, you know, really, that is the concept of what we teach thinking about money differently, thinking about you being the banker. And a lot of agents out there are selling life insurance because they'll read the book and they'll go, oh, yeah, I can structure a policy like that. But they don't know two squats about what and how the concept works and why we want to become the banker. Who are the characters in the play, as Nelson would call them? And who was collecting the dividend? Who was collecting the interest? when he had his money in the bank and so let's just take a step back with this concept and the thought process around money we really have to think about how we are buying things and are we buying them based on cash flow or are we buying them based on the payment amount and a lot of times we're buying them based on the payment amount how much can i pay what is my payment I can't tell you how many people I talk to on a daily basis that have no idea what their interest amount is on a loan because they know they can make that payment. And so they don't even look at the interest. And it's happened to me. Hey, I'm not perfect. It happened to me very early on when I was just starting this in this industry. I bought a new vehicle and I assumed that the dealer was going to give me the best rate. Well, they didn't. I'm going to refrain from saying a bad word. Um, They did not give me the best rate. And in fact, it was 3% higher than what I could get at the local bank. And so I refinanced that sucker as soon as I could. But I knew that I could make that payment amount. And so I was living based on payments. And Nelson writes in the book that 34.5 cents of every dollar is going to interest to the banks. Let's just think about what if you have money in the bank? What are they paying you interest on? Nothing. If you have a CD in the bank, they're not hardly giving you anything right now. And so, really, what we want to do is be the banker. We want to put ourselves in a position where we get to collect the interest. We want to put ourselves in a position where we get the profit of the bank. Because when the bank makes money, they share that with who? The owners of the bank. And so, we want to be the banker. And that is why Nelson calls it the infinite banking concept, is because it's infinite. The possibilities of using this is infinite. The thought process around using it is infinite. The reasons why you should use it are infinite. But you are the banker. And so why does he talk about life insurance then? Why do we teach people to use life insurance? Because if you use life insurance with a dividend paying company, which means it's mutual, so if you have life insurance with a mutual company that pays dividends, you now become part of the owners of that company because it's a mutual company. When that company makes a profit, what do they do with that profit? They share it with the owners of the company, which is you because it's mutual and These companies have paid dividends for well over 100 years. We're talking like 140 years, 150 years in some cases, depending on the company. But you want to be the owner. Now, why do you want to start your own company when you can just join a company that's already profitable? It's like starting a farm. It's hard, really, really hard to start that farm from nothing because you don't have the stability you don't you can't borrow somebody's tractor you can't do these certain things it's a little bit harder to start from scratch than it is to have a family member that starts right well it's the same thing with building your bank if you were to build a bank on the corner you would have to get the bank licensed you would have to find people to deposit money. You would have to build a building. You would not make money the first couple of years. Now, inside of a life insurance policy, you may not make money the first couple of years because you're starting your business. But the life insurance company is profitable already. So you're gonna see your three, four, five, and on. You are most likely. If that policy is set up correctly and you're of standard health, you are most likely going to start seeing some returns. And that is because the company was already established. You did not have to do that. You didn't have to wait 10, 15 years to get some sort of a return. So the life insurance policy is the tool to the concept. The concept is really thinking differently about money. And I cannot say that enough. Because I have so many agents that think that they can sell a policy and I see those policies or I talk to those clients and they have no idea why they have the policy. The premium amount is not correct based on where they're at financially. There was no thought process given to what's going on with the family operation. Who should they have the policy on? How much money should they be putting in? Where are they spending their cash? When do you need to use cash? When should you be using the policy? When should you be going to the bank and borrowing money from the bank? Because we want to make the bank plan B. We might not want to completely get rid of them, but we want to make the bank plan B. And if you haven't listened to my um, second episode, you're going to want to go back, listen to my second episode, because that one really goes over the banking problem that we're experiencing in the whole farming industry. But you want to become the bank and you want to start thinking like the banker. So another life insurance agent might sell you a policy, but he doesn't know shit about thinking like the banker. Let's be honest. If they knew that, I wouldn't be seeing these clients coming to me and asking me how to use their policy or when to use their policy because somebody else set it up. Somebody else should be setting it up. And so because of this very thing, When Nelson wrote Becoming Your Own Banker, agents were taking that book and selling the wrong kind of life insurance, universal life and variable life, selling the wrong kind of life insurance and saying it was an infinite banking policy. They don't even read the first half of his book, just like they don't read the first half of my book. They look at the numbers and go, oh, yep, I can do that. Well, yeah, maybe they can. But did they read the first half of the book? Do they understand the thought process of where we're going? I didn't write the first half of the book because I had nothing else to do. I wrote it because it was necessary for you to understand why we're using the policy and get into the thought process that you need to be in in order to be wealthy. Okay, wealthy people think differently. And so Nelson created... The Nelson Nash Institute. You have to be certified in order to teach the concept. So many people were saying that they were teaching it, yet they didn't know anything about it. And so I am infinite banking certified. I can teach the concept. I have studied the concept in depth so that I can share those strategies. I can share that thought process with you. If you borrow against the policy, and let's say your loan rate is 5% and you only pay it back at 5%, did you steal the peas? Or if you borrow money and you never pay it back, did you steal the peas? It's not free money. You have to pay it back. And Nelson talks about that in his book, Becoming Your Own Banker. And I haven't mentioned the book up until now. So Becoming Your Own Banker, you can get that on my website, farmingwithoutthebank.com, or you can go to Amazon and get it there. I don't really care where you get it. Just get the book. And he talks about this stealing the peas. If you owned a grocery store, are you going to just take peas out the back door or are you going to pay for them? If you don't pay for them, why would you do that? You just stole the peas. It actually costs your store money money to buy those peas and put them on the shelf, and now you just took them and you stole from yourself. It is the exact same thing when we borrow money from a life insurance policy and we don't pay it back before retirement. I mean, there's a whole retirement strategy there. But as long as you're farming and you're needing it, you should be borrowing it and paying it back. And you should be paying it back plus interest. Now, what happens if you pay it back at 5%? Well, guess what? The insurance company got the 5%. Who's part owner of the insurance company? You are part owner of the insurance company. So you just paid your bank, in air quotes I got going on here, you just paid your bank 5%. Fantastic. It's your bank. You want to do business with your bank, right? But what happens if you pay yourself back at 7%? Well, if you pay yourself back at 7%, now that extra 2% can go into the policy and create more wealth. So do you want to be a super honest banker or do you just want to be an honest banker? Right? We want to pay ourselves back at 7%. If you were going to buy land or you were going to have cows or whatever it is that you're going to go to the bank and they're going to charge you 7%, why aren't you paying yourself back at 7%? You need to be honest. And so Nelson talks about that in the book. Parkinson's Law, a luxury once enjoyed becomes a necessity. Do we sometimes have to get past the luxury to create the pool of wealth so that we can use our own banking system and make the bank plan B? Or are we not willing to give up that luxury to sacrifice for a short period of time to get rid of the banking system? Nelson sacrificed for 13 years He lived within his means. He did not splurge to start creating the wealth he needed inside of these policies to pay off the bankers. He got rid of the snakes and dragons, and then he paid himself back for the next however many years it took him. But he got to decide that, and I can't tell you how many years it took him. But Nelson did not just have one life insurance policy. He had 49 of them because as he started creating this wealth, he needed to add more life insurance policies. And do your other agents that are not certified understand that? Not necessarily. So understand that the life insurance policy is the tool to the concept of infinite banking. And it is really a thought process. If we do not change our thought process, what have we done differently? Nothing. We added a premium to our bottom line and some more money to operating. But if we don't understand how to think correctly in order to use that policy, are we going to get anywhere? Mm, I would say no. I would say no. It's like having a map but not understanding how to read it. That's fantastic. If you give a young kid a map today, they're not going to understand how to read it because they have a GPS on their phone and Google directions can just take them wherever they need to go. We need to understand the full concept of how to use the tool. That concept is in the book, Becoming Your Own Banker, and it is in the book Farming Without the Bank. So, if you're listening to this and you still do not have the book Farming Without the Bank, I highly encourage you go to farmingwithoutthebank.com and you can get the bundle. You can get my book and you can get Nelson's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. Reading those two books together is you setting yourself up for success. Every client that I have that has read those two books understands the concept better than every other client. And they will be more successful because they've put the time and energy in to learn that. You don't just plant a seed in the ground and say, I'm just going to hope that it grows. You plant a seed in the ground, you research the seed, you research the fertilizer, the chemical, whatever it is that you're doing, you research that. You didn't just feed your cows anything. You researched what kind of grain, what kind of minerals they need so that you are setting yourself up for success. It is the exact same thing, except it's on the financial side. And you have to care about the financial side because it is the biggest part of your operation. And most of you are ignoring it. You cannot ignore the biggest part of your operation. You have to pay attention to that so that you've got the money that you need to retire, to buy somebody out, to pass something off, to operate. I don't care what it's for. That money is a pool. It is all one big pool of money. You can use it for multiple things. You don't have to just use it for certain things. You don't have to have a 401k for retirement. You can use the life insurance policy to borrow for operating and retire on. It is a multi-purpose tool. It is not just for one use. So I really encourage you to go out, grab those books if you have not already. If you have grabbed those books and you have not set up a meeting with me, why? Why? We are not going to do anything different if we don't get started in this process. I am not here to sell you something. I am here to help you and teach you. And so if you've been holding off because you're a little bit scared that I'm going to sell you something, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'm going to teach you some things. It is not about selling you anything. It's about teaching you. And if you are not willing to learn and put the time in, It's probably best that you don't call because I really want clients that want to understand, that are open to learning. It's not a ton of time. It's just an hour and a half meeting so we can kind of understand where we're coming from and what we should be doing. So if you have questions, let me know if... You have If you've read the book and you have questions, let me know. If you have a life insurance policy, you don't know what it is, you can always email that to me at, at withoutthebank.com and I can take a look at that. If you have a family member that is a non-farmer, maybe you're listening to this and you're a non-farmer. I also have the book Wealth Without the Bank or Wall Street. And so you can get that on farmingwithoutthebank.com as well. Just go to the store and you can see it there. But please understand that this is a concept and you want to understand that concept before you implement a policy because the policy is the tool, but this is truly infinite for anything that you could possibly imagine. You want to become the banker. You want to become the lead actor in your play. So I hope that you have enjoyed this and I look forward to talking to you in the next episode.
0: Thanks for listening to the Farming Without the Bank podcast. We hope today's episode has inspired you to take control of your finances in new ways. Don't forget to check out our website, farmingwithoutthebank.com, and engage with us on our Facebook page, Farming Without the Bank. Join us next week as we smash more financial myths and empower you to accomplish your financial goals.
1: Like the sound of Farming Without the Bank podcast? My audio production is provided by Podsworth Media. Check them out at podsworth.com.